G'day guys, something a little bit different on the podcast. Last night I did an Instagram live for about 40 minutes or so where I invited some of my Instagram followers to come on and talk with me and it's the first time I've ever done that. It was really good. I had about eight different people on that came on and spoke about rugby league, asked questions and whatnot. I really enjoyed it. It was a great time. I think it was about uh, seven or 800 people on that live across the entire 40 minutes. So it's good to see. Got a lot of positive feedback from it. I did record the entire thing on the podcast. What I didn't realize was that uh, the voices of the people asking questions were not actually coming through or well, they're extremely extremely light on this recording so it's it's 40 minutes of content of them asking questions me responding to them most of the time you can understand what the question is when I am responding to it so I thought I'd still give you the audio but just the heads up that there are you know 10 or 15 seconds where it is really quiet or, is, or it is a little bit blank that's just off the back of the audio not coming through for the other people so it's something I'll have to address because I really didn't enjoy this form of content I know people love getting involved with that and coming onto the screen and talking to me as well so uh just thought i'd upload it for you guys anyway it's not perfect i understand that but i want to give you a heads up now that if you don't want to listen to that or it does get a little bit confusing you understand why if you don't want to listen to this one this morning i highly advise uh, you go and have a listen to the podcast we dropped last night it was another my dream team featuring roosters premiership winner from 2002 chris flannery also a former maroons representative and the current ceo of sunshine coast falcons who of course are the feeder team to the melbourne storm so a really good chat there with chris Flannery, a champion bloke with a heap of really funny stories to tell and a heap of really good footy knowledge to share with us. Obviously still involved in the game and played with some of the all-time greats. Obviously playing with that Roosters side in the early 2000s, a couple of grand finals, one premiership, also representing the Maroons. So a really good chat there. If you didn't want to listen to this one, go back and have a listen to that one last night. But until then, guys, I'm going to sort out this audio moving forward over the next few weeks so we can do this properly. But here it is from last night. Apologies, it's not perfect. We'll improve it next time, though. Hey guys, uh, going to jump on the Instagram live now. If anyone wants to come on and have a conversation with me, uh, going to open the gates So anyone wants to come on. I haven't done this before, so uh, we'll see how we go. If anyone wants to come on, talk some footy, send a request in, I'll work out how to do it. As I said, never done it before, uh, but if you are keen to come online and you want to share the screen with me and have a chat, send through a request and I can let you in. Until then, uh, any questions? Yeah, take two guys. First one fucked up. Um, hey mate, how you going? Yeah, uh, Sunshine Coast Falcons Weekly, uh, doing very well, mate. Uh, we just had your CEO on the podcast this afternoon, Chris Flannery. Uh, that was sensational. Really good chat with him. That's available now if you want to go and have a listen to it, guys. As I said, anyone that wants to come on the live, uh, send me a request and I can let you on if you want to talk some footy with me. Going to be here for about twenty minutes or so. Who have we got? I think Jed's about to join us. Not. No idea what I'm doing. If you want to join the live, send me a request. I'll let you in. If just send your questions here through, guys. We can talk some footy. Mr. Lukey, welcome on, mate. Do you see Mitchell Pierce at the Raiders or Bulldogs in the near future? Yeah, I, I do see Pierce leaving Newcastle. Um, I actually see him ended up in the Cronulla Sharks, to be honest with you, long term. Uh, I think Craig Fitzgibbon will go after him 
uh, in the not-too-far future. That's where I see him landing. Uh, but I think if he wants to go to the Canberra Raiders, I think that would be a really good one as well. All right, I think we've got someone joining us. Kogan, mate, how are you, brother? Yeah, good. What's going on? Oh, I think the Penrith Panthers are going to be really interesting, mate. Uh, they're obviously a side. They've got a lot of guys coming off contract at the end of next year. You know, you're talking Api Kurosau, Viliami Kikau, these sort of guys. So I think they're going to be a really interesting side to watch. Uh, they've got a number of big decisions to make. I think the Roosters, uh, they're a team that they've gained so much this this year through all these injuries and stuff. So I think they're going to be a serious problem next year. Who, who do you go for, mate? A Roosters fan, eh? Yeah, I, I think you're heading in the right direction. Yeah, mate, I, I think I was, I was talking to Finchie the other night about it. I think that Sam Walker, I, think, I mean, he gets to play his second season with uh, with your main man, Luke Keery, returning. I think that's going to be massive for them, mate. And I think I think Manly Seagulls think it all comes down to Tommy Turbo, doesn't it? I, I think it all comes down to Tommy Trevojevic for them. You there? Yeah. Sort of breaking up a little bit on me, brother. Th- thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks, so much, thanks brother. See you soon. All right, anyone else wants to come on, guys? Have a few people on here. I think I've got Jed. If you're on there, mate, I've sent you a request if you want to come on. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. What are you up to? Just chilling. Which footy team do you go for? Shuckies. Uh, are they going to make the finals or what? I don't Just getting the ladder up now. At the top of my head, I think that uh, I think that the Knights are pretty much locked in. I think it's going to be hard for your Sharkies to make it, isn't it? It's going to be tough for your Sharkies to make it. Where we're, I mean, they're eighth at the moment. You're playing the Broncos this week. They've been going pretty good recently, so that'll be interesting. Oh, I think if the Titans lose to the Knights, you're in a pretty good spot then, aren't you? Uh, who's your favourite Sharks player, mate? Oh. I like Sifatalakai too. He's tough, isn't he? Excited about Nico Hines next year? He's frozen on me. Right, uh, who else is here? Big Les. Have a look. All right, got some questions here, guys, from NRL Laughs. Thoughts on Maloney uh, moving? I, I think he's gone to a club team over in France. It's like, I only just started to read that before, but... Uh, I think he's playing with Sam Moore up there in, in a bit of a lower division side, James Maloney. Les, you there? Wait, can you hear me, mate? Hear you, buddy. On mute or something. Well, this is a fucking disaster, isn't it, guys? Good God. All right, see who else wants to come on. That's all right, Jed. Don't worry about it, mate. It was good to talk to you. Hopefully, your Sharkies do well. Mate, how are you? <laughs> Getting much luck. See if we can get Les back on. He's just started his own uh, Facebook page, a guy that I coach in my footy team. See how we go. Les, how are you, mate? How are you? Yeah, good. What's going on? Obviously, I've got Manly, I've got Parramatta. I think they'll be no-brainers. Well, they are no-brainers, obviously. Uh, then I've got the Newcastle Knights. I think they'll hang on. And then without looking at the draw, I think the Titans, they probably lose to Newcastle this week. So I see them dropping out. And then you got the Sharks and the Raiders. Uh, Sharks play Brisbane this week. Raiders, so they got the Warriors. Yeah, oh, I'm starting to think the Sharks might hold on. Who do you reckon? The Warriors are on 18 points at the moment. So Cronulla are eighth on 20 points. So the Warriors would have to win both of their games and the Raiders, Titans and Sharks would have to lose all their games. And I'm not sure if they play each other at any point or anything. I, I think the Warriors had to win last week to get in, to be honest with you, mate. 
The Warriors have got this week, they've got the Canberra Raiders. So that's obviously a must-win game. That'll definitely help them. And then in round 25, Warriors, I think I think they've got a good run, actually. They got the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, wow. So they might you might actually be right. They might be a chance to actually get in. And the Sharks. Uh, you know what? The Sharks play Melbourne uh, in round 25. So if if results do go the way of the Warriors and they win both of their games, they definitely could make it. So you're right. That'll be a really interesting run with the Warriors. He looks great, doesn't he? He's on fire at the moment, Peter Hicker. What about the flick pass on the weekend? Yeah, Cronulla is starting to warm to the task. That, that, that game against Melbourne does worry me a little bit, though. But... To Cronulla's credit, I mean, the, 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 there's a good chance the Melbourne Storm could rest a heap of guys in that last round with the minor premiership all wrapped up. Well and truly, and you've got to assume the Sharks won't be resting anyone. They'll, they'll be going full strength to try and make the eight. So it's, it's not a bad run for the Sharks and the Warriors there. You're right. You've been training a lot. What's going on? Leroy's in my footy team for people watching. He's yelling, aren't they? <laughs> awesome mate good to see you brother I'll um I'll, I'll let you get back to it I'll let someone else jump on alright alright see you soon brother yeah. send another request there Thomas if you want to come on mate I got Thomas mate how are ya thanks brother I, I really enjoyed that one it was good Finchie and Kempi they're both good blokes so Enjoyed it. Did you get through the whole four hours or what? <laughs> Fuck. Mate, I'm, I can't believe how many people have sat through the whole thing. It's impressive. Oh, you had to wait the full three hours. <laughs> uh, one thing that I've always said that I'd like to see brought in is, um, and it's sort of going back to where we were in the past, is taking away the, uh, the seven tackle set when you put in an attacking kick from your 20 metre. So I always think now that you've got halves that are, they're scared to put in attacking kicks. And I think it makes the game less entertaining because they're so worried about giving away that seven tackle set. And like that, that seven tackle set was originally brought in to stop teams from just kicking the ball dead, to stop fullbacks like Slater and Hainsey and Greg Inglis from returning the ball. And I, I just think it's gone a little bit too far in the other direction. So that's definitely one thing I would like to see changed. You frozen on me, brother. You're still there? <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely one thing I'd like to see changed, mate. Uh, who else can we bring on? If you want to go live, guys, send me a uh, send me a request to jump in. Not that's frozen for you guys, but one one hell of a head on him there, just quietly. That's unreal. Uh, who have we got? Oh, I'm not sure why it's sort of frozen on you there a little bit. Zach just sent you one, mate. If you want to jump on, hey, Zach, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. What's going on? Oh, they don't exist, mate. No way. <laughs> they don't exist. South by South fans. Nah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Look, oh, I thought South Sydney were good. They obviously came out of the gates flying. Um, I, I, it just worries me that you guys can just clock off for for little moments. I um, I, I rewatched the last twenty minutes of that game after that penalty, um, the downtown one, the the, the controversial one, and 
And I heard people complaining about the 11-2 to two penalty count. And, I mean, I re-watched that last 20 minutes and could give away some stupid penalties for silly high tackles and silly stuff. And, I mean, all things considered, and with all due respect to him, and, you know, I wish him all the best because he's injured now. But, I mean, if you probably put a different winger out there outside of Josh Mansell that doesn't let that ball bounce, game's probably a very different story. Um I really don't think that loss is a huge negative for you guys, though, as I'm, I'm sure you agree. There's definitely worse games to be losing, no doubt about it. Huge improvement, mate. You, you're going millions compared to the other games. Yeah. Are you, uh, are, are you based in South Sydney, mate? Yeah, right. Yeah, cool. What do you make of next year without uh, Adam Reynolds? Oh, boy, but we'll see how we go. How good's that that uh, blow up in hindsight? Yeah, unreal. Yeah, no, mate. I I, I think South fans have probably taken it for granted how hard it is to find a good halfback and then to keep them. Um, yeah. Could be a big reality check heading into next year because, I mean, after Nathan Cleary, I think he probably is the best halfback in the game. To be honest with you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And you, and as much as you don't want to heap that pressure on a young guy, you really don't want to heap that pressure on Cody Walker either because I think it takes away from what he does best. The, the only thing I worry about is that you, you're obviously losing a a 10-year NRL halfback, but you're also losing a 50-year coach at the same time, which is a cocktail for disaster, I, th- I think. When he leaves, <laughs> it's, it's not an easy spot to start yeah, definitely. I, I I just worry that if you guys, if you don't do overly well next year, you you, you got to feel sorry for the coach. He's he's going to look around. He's just going to have superstars everywhere. But yeah, and I and I, I yeah, it's just so hard being the guy after Wayne Bennett. I reckon. It's a tough gig. Yeah, and I mean, mate, you, you've got so much young talent at the moment that you're struggling to keep them all. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that Josh Cook, he's probably gone o- over to Canterbury. So, uh, mate, you, you've got plenty of options there. It's just about getting through this next 18 months or so. Yeah, mate, for sure. I, uh, I wish you all the best over the next few weeks, mate. Fingers crossed, uh, they can get it done for you. And those, uh, those few biased South Sydney fans out there, <laughs> never heard of them. Thanks for coming on, brother. I'll uh, I'll let someone else jump on, all right? Thanks, brother. Have a good one. Okay, uh, I've sent a few, a couple of requests out, guys. If you would like to come on, let me know. If anyone else wants to come on for a chat, I'll go through some of the questions now. Uh, getting the win this week, man. Dingo, you got uh, dogs could make the eight. I assume you're talking about next year with Canterbury. Oh, I probably doubt they will personally. Uh, I think they've still got a bit of rebuilding to do, Canterbury. Rugby League novice. Who have we got? But uh, Hez, I've just sent you a request, mate. If you want to jump on, oh my god, brother, what's going on? Something else, isn't he, mate? I don't think so, mate. And I mean, as you said, when you look at that spine, is there a top sixteen player in the competition in any of those positions? It's it's pretty grim, isn't it? 
I think there's guys that that definitely could turn it around, but I don't think they're guys they're going to be able to get. I think Adam Reynolds would have been perfect. Um, I think Brisbane and Canterbury were screaming out for a guy like him. Brisbane have done incredibly well to get Reynolds there. I, I love the Burton signing, but, I mean, you've got a guy coming from one of the best systems in the game to a team like Canterbury. It's going to be a massive test for him. I think it's going to take quite some time. And I think the other thing with Burton is, and as you've pointed out, I mean, fuck, I'd feel a lot more confident with him if he did have an experienced seven there. Um, as far as the hookers go, Jeremy Marshall King, I, I, I think he's improved a lot this year. I've been really impressed with him, and, and I wasn't impressed with him at the start of the season. Um, but the kid that I like is the one that he's starting hooker this week, that Beyond Iodo. I reckon Marshall King and him combined, I reckon that could be a really dangerous combo. But then we're still, I mean... Who's their best fullback, man? I, I, like, there's still so many questions, Mark, over this team, isn't there? Bastards. It, 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 even, made on top of that, I mean, even what's happened this year, like, fuck, eight months ago, I was looking at um, Adam Elliott and thinking, oh, he'll probably be the next captain of this club. And, mate, ha- ha- how downhill has that gone? Like, it's just been incident after incident with Adam Elliott and... Uh, it's just like there's a leadership void there as well. Like, oh, I love Luke Thompson, but he's just not on the field enough. He's, I mean, well, he's going to play eight games or something this year. Like, and it's all because of suspension. Uh, you've obviously got the the other front rower there, Jack Hetherington, Dylan Napa. All these guys that they, they don't spend enough time on the field for me. Oh, I'll tell you what, the one signing that I that I absolutely love is Phil Gould, mate. I think that was a sensational get by them. Look at them now, mate. Yeah, look at them now. There's not many, unless you're a Melbourne fan, there's not many people that, that, that weren't laughing at, at him three or four years ago that wouldn't want their team to be like Penrith now. Yeah. That's all right, brother. Thanks for your support. I appreciate it, man. See you, brother. All right. Uh, send me a request, guys. Uh, who else have I got here? Do you want to try again, brother? I'll send it through to you. So here we go. He's back. What's going on? <laughs> I know what you're trying to ask, and I wouldn't know how to ask it either, but I completely agree with you, mate. Um, you're looking at Harold Matz and SG Ball at the moment. These guys have played, like, the Harold Matz last year was half a season. God knows what's going to happen this year. Even the guys that are playing Harold Matz and SG Ball in Sydney, they're coming off not playing. They're coming off playing oh, probably five or six rounds of footy since last SG Ball and Harold Matz, and... For me, the thing that worries me is the effect on halves. I think we also already have a mass shortage on halves, and for these guys not to be playing footy, not to be playing much footy for eighteen months, um, it's going to be a massive test for them. It, it's going to be, you know, and, and I, I look at a guy like Sam Walker, and I, I think this is something that people don't talk about enough. He didn't play rugby league last year, mate, and he's come in as an eighteen-year-old and done what he's done in first grade. I think it's unbelievable, and hopefully, he becomes the norm, but. I think surely he's got to be the exception. Surely. I mean, obviously, he's walked into one of the best systems in rugby league, if not the best system. Uh, but, mate, I agree with you. It's something that I'm seriously worried about. And I think in four or five years' time when, you know, at the moment, there's five or six halves that you genuinely want in your team. Mate, in five years' time, there could be even less than that. And, I, mate, I agree with you. I think it's a serious worry. Yeah, and I, I guess it could go both ways. Like, if I'm Penrith or Parramatta, which are the sides that you're sort of talking about, I mean, 
you have got the advantage at least that some of those superstar kids are not playing footy and they are on your do- doorstep. You probably have got first dibs at them. Uh, but then it, it becomes a little bit of a lottery, doesn't it, as to who's got the ability to do it, who do you manage to get. I look at the teams up in Queensland and obviously they're still playing their rugby league and are handling this whole COVID thing pretty well. I, I think the comp down in Canberra is still going as well. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they're still going. So I, I, I think if I was a team... Like the Broncos are saying, I'd be stoked that my guys are still playing. If I was Penrith or something, I would be a little bit more worried. But um, yeah, mate, it's going to be because it's going to be one of those things that we're not going to be able to directly take the results in three or four years and, and you know trace them exactly back to this. But I, I think it's going to be impossible to say that it's not going to have an impact. Do you think it might have potentially? Yeah, potentially, mate. I just... Well, that's the other thing to think about, mate. For example, if I was in SG Ball this year and then all of a sudden I had to have a year off, a lot of these guys are going to go out, have to go out and get jobs. They're going to have to sort of move on with life a little bit. So you are going to see this talent gap over you know two or three years where, fuck, if you've managed to come through this and make it into first grade, mate, you must have been determined as all hell and you've made some serious sacrifices because... The reality is, especially guys that come from the country and whatnot, a lot of these guys come from the country. They come and they, for example, they sign with the Roosters or South. They put them into Waverley College or Newington or one of these schools. If this all gets pushed back next year and now SG Ball is under 19s, a lot of these kids aren't going to school. These schools around here aren't going to take them. So it becomes a real big sacrifice that these guys now have to get jobs if they're moving to Sydney, can't concentrate on their footy as much. So... Mate, it's going to have a massive effect, and I hope people realise the impact it is going to have because I think it's just going to show up one day and punch us in the face, to be honest with you. Oh, mate, I think people underestimate how many New South Wales Cup careers have ended over the last 18 months simply because they, 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 they can't afford to just not be doing anything and wait for footy to come back. They have to go and get a job. They have to go and do something. It's, uh, Mate, it's, it's a really... Where are you based, mate? Where do you live? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm a teacher as well, mate, and I completely agree with you. It's going to be a serious problem. Yeah. Oh, I think the other thing that's been really interesting is that last year, the Harold Matts and the SG Ball, that got called off halfway through the season, and instead of instead of New South Wales Rugby League saying, okay, we lost that half a season, it was a pandemic, we just had to deal with it, they moved SG Ball and Harold Matts back a year. And that now means, as I said before, that SG Ball's under-19s now. And I think that changes things dramatically. I think there's a lot of kids that would be in Year 12 that they would normally be playing SG Ball and they could fully concentrate on that. Now they're under-19s. They're out into the real world. You can't just sit around and do nothing, you know. I think that's been a really interesting decision. And, you know, personally, I wouldn't have changed it. Uh, my my little brother was in the Harold Matt system, so he only got half a season. So, you know, if anyone should be saying move it back, it's probably me. But I, I think it's going to have a big effect long-term, realistically. Thank you, appreciate it. Nah, thanks, mate. Appreciate your support. Talk soon, brother. Thank you. Hey, mate. Uh, Liam, I'll send you a request if you want to jump on, brother. One request coming there through there for Liam. Uh, who else have we got? you'll send you one mate if you want to jump on for probably one more person guys then i'm going to jump off hey brother how are you, how you going, mate? yeah good what's going on that's all right brother who do you go for oh you poor bastard you poor bastard 
Uh, it's Groundhog Day, isn't it? Yeah. And I would only let Brad Arthur go if I could get one of the big four or five coaches. And to be honest here, you're not going to get Bellamy. You're not going to get Robinson. Wayne Bennett's a free agent next year. For me, I think it's probably Wayne Bennett or no one. I could understand if you took a punt on Flanagan, uh, but... I, I, I don't know if you're gaining that much out of letting go of Arthur. That's the hard thing, mate, and I'm sure you'll understand. Like, four or five years ago, you guys were an absolute basket case when he showed up. Uh, he's turned you into a five- or six-place team every year, which which means you're better than 12 other teams, which is unreal. But there's also a big gap from you to those other top four teams. I feel sorry for Arthur. It's not like he can't coach. I just don't think he can take this squad to that next level and... Um, mate, I, I, I'm sure if I would have said to you five or six years ago, hey, you, you'll finish fifth every year, you would have been stoked with that. But, I mean, you want to lift a trophy, don't you? That's right. That's the end goal. I mean, I'm, I'm 31, so I still haven't seen us win a, win a cold so Terrible timing. <laughs> It's funny, mate, like, I, I, I've got to say that when, when I look at you guys next year, if Brad Arthur's still the coach, I'm like, uh, you're going to get more of the same. But if you tell me that Brad Arthur's going to coach Canterbury or the Cowboys, I go, fuck, what a signing. How good's that, you know? It's, a, it, yeah, it's all just the position you're in. And, you know, I, I look at your side and I don't know if you've got that one guy that can really take you to that next level. Like, you don't have that Munster or that Travojevic or that Cleary guy. Um, you've got four or five guys in your spine that are gr- that are really, really good footballers, but I wouldn't say they're great footballers, you know? 100%. Yeah. What do you reckon about Guffo, mate? Do you reckon, uh, do you reckon Guffo, do you reckon we'll re-sign we'll re- him, or do you reckon uh, we'll find a way to him if he's asking for too much money? No, I, I reckon he'll stay, mate. I, I personally don't think he is asking for that much. I, I think it'll be a bit of a manager play. I think they, they know he's worth probably that seven eight hundred k mark, and, you know, you, what, you know, it what. If you're trying to sell something to me, you're going to start high, aren't you? You're not going to start low. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, I, yeah, I reckon it has been a bit of a media beat up. And look, I, you know, I, I, I think Gutho sort of personifies Parramatta at the moment. He is a really, really good footballer. He's a top six fullback in the game, but the gap between him and the top five guys, I think it's more and more noticeable. Yeah, it's. Man, it's a hard competition. It's a... Yeah. Yeah. Mate, I might have to write this down just quietly. Yeah. The, uh, you might be the uh, travelling assistant to, to the content guru just quietly. Um Mount Rushmore, so four guys. I think one would have to be Jack Gibson, mate. Um, I think that the stuff that he did back in the 70s and the 80s is still relevant now. The sayings that he had are still relevant now. So Jack Gibson would be one. Wayne Bennett would have to be another one, I think. Um, I just think what he, you know, what he's achieved over so long. 
I think if South Sydney win the grand final this year, I think he's won premierships in the last five decades, which is unbelievable. Like, like going back to those Canberra days, that's just phenomenal. So Wayne Bennett, Jack Gibson, I have to put Craig Bellamy in there, uh, which people might think is a bit controversial with the salary cap and everything. But the way that he's done it for the last 15 years, bringing nobodies and sending them out as origin players, I don't think you can possibly go past him. Now, my last spot, I'm sort of starting to look at Trent Robinson. Unless there's anyone major or I've forgotten that, 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 that you can mention to me, I'm sort of leaning towards Trent Robinson, to be honest with you, mate, what he's done. But I think to cement Trent Robinson on there, you want to see him for a little bit longer. The other guy that I would probably have before him right now would be Tim Sheens. Uh, he's done a lot of amazing things over a, a long time. But I think Trent Robinson is really starting to chase that record down. Is there... Is there anyone that, that that I've left out that you'd throw on there? Uh, you know what? His top four man Rushmore was actually the four that I was going with, but I'd like to give a bit of a mention. Might be a little bit controversial with the plays that he had around him, but I reckon Mel Meninga, what he did. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah. But Mal can only coach what's in front of him, mate. Fuck. Yeah, that's a good shout. Well. Yeah, very good shout, Gus. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably have him probably even with with Tim Sheens around that mark. I guess oh, I'd probably have to go and sit down and look at their records properly. Um, but I think yeah. Bellamy, Bennett, and Gibson. I, I don't think I could question having those guys there. Well, mate, if they win the competition this year after Cameron Smith retiring, it's over for me. Like, he, there's no question, you know? That'd be unbelievable. Um, yeah. Hey, mate, what about a guy like, like Des Hasler? Oh, I've seen a few people throw him up in the comments. He's obviously been successful for a long time. Um, I think probably the, 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 the controversy around when he left Canterbury maybe brings him down a little bit. Um, I guess if he would have won one of those premierships with Canterbury, one of those grand finals, it's probably a different story, isn't it? 100%. Back, back, in, um, back when Canberra in the late 80s and early 90s, Tim Sheens was the, camp, was the um, coach down there, wasn't he? Yeah, man. The, uh, yeah. So, and then the Tigers brought him back in 05 and he, he changed the game like we haven't seen before. So, um, yeah, I, Tim Sheens has to be right up there, mate. And you even... You have a look at the guys that Tim Sheen's brought through that Canberra system. Ricky Stewart, Laurie Daly, Mal Meninga, Gary Belcher. Like, the list just goes on. Bradley Clyde, fuck, Glenn Lazarus. Like, the list goes on and on there. And even even probably says even more, his assistant coach was Wayne Bennett. 
So, yeah. I... I I, I think you've just talked me into uh, carving Timmy Sheen's head up there just quietly. <laughs> five heads. It's like those Queenslanders. Too many heads, mate. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll love you and leave you here. I'll let someone else jump on, but great question. I'll, I've written it down. We'll have to do a podcast on that soon, yeah? All right. Legend, brother. Talk to you soon. Uh, okay, guys, I'll send through another quest. If you want to come on, guys, send me a message now. Probably go one more before we go. Who have I got? Bang, send request. No idea how, how to get yourself off there, brother. <laughs> there we go. All right, guys, I'll send through one more request if anyone wants to jump on. Bang, bang, who have we got? Short ball podcast, just send you a request. Jump on, guys. Let me know. Only a few more minutes left. What have we got? Hey, mate. How are you? He is. He's back. Yeah, What's going on? Really good. And like the best individual year that, that, that I think had the best team. Is that what you're asking me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mate, uh, I would probably be looking at, I think, the 2017 Melbourne Storm side. That was an unreal footy team. Um, I'd be looking at that early 2000s and early 90s Broncos, those two sort of sides. I think that early two th- like that 2000 Broncos, that was an unreal footy side. You obviously had Lockie at fullback, Wendell on one wing, Lottie on the other side. You had guys like, you know, Talis. Uh, like, it was just star-studded. Brad Thorne, these sort of fellas, that'd have to be right up there. That early 90s, that 92, 93 Broncos team, Langer, Walters, um, Steve Renolf, Lazarus, those sort of guys would have to be up there. Uh, I also think that 2018 Roosters team was something really special. They obviously brought in Jenko, Maloney, Sonny Bill. They had a young Roger Tuovasa-Shek in that side. Um, I, I think that team was unreal. I think uh, I, I know you're a Parramatta fan, mate. I think that 2001 Eels, they'd have to be up there. I, I know they didn't win the comp, but far out. That was one hell of a footy side, wasn't it? I, I think the one that I probably should have mentioned as well was the Manly Seagulls from 07 until about 11 or so. Obviously, the Stewart brothers, Jamie Lyon, you know, a young DCE, an older Matty Orford. They, they were an unreal footy team as well. They're, they're, I mean, geez, the Canberra Raiders, late 80s, early 90s. You know, uh, I, I think we mentioned them before, like Mal, Ricky, Daly, Stevie Walters, Lazarus, Bradley Clyde. They'd have to be right up there with the very best of them. I mean, you, you you could obviously go back to the uh, St. George Dragons. They won 11 in a row and had, you know, four or five immortals. Uh, so, you know, obviously they're going to put their hand up, no doubt about it. But you, you're obviously comparing different eras of rugby league. And realistically, when you go back that far, you're comparing two different sports, aren't you, to like the current Melbourne Storm side and the Dragons of the 50s or 60s, I think they were. So it's a tough thing to do, but, uh, you know, it's one of my... I know people hate comparisons and comparing old to new, but I love doing it personally. I think it's unreal to look back at those old sides and compare them to the modern-day sides. <laughs> I, was, um, I was having a look at some stats today about... Um, obviously, Ruben Garrick, he, he, he looks like he's about to crack the 300-point mark for the season, and... I was looking at the stats. He's played 22 games and he scored 274 points, which is incredibly impressive. But obviously it is, you know, there's more points being scored than ever right now. He's obviously a winger, so he scores tries. Um, Look at Andrew Johns from 2001. 
He he scored three more points than Ruben Garrick has right now in one less game, which I think is unbelievable considering, you know, they weren't the best. Well, I mean, they, they won the premiership that year, but all regular season, Parramatta was the best team in the comp. Joey's a fucking halfback. He, he's, he's not a winger just putting the ball down once or twice a game for four points. So that, that was a little stat that I found in history today that I thought was unbelievable. He only played 21 games that season. That was it, including finals. So a lot of those points were scored in finals that are meant to be the hardest caliber of rugby league that, that you can play. I mean, it's it's crazy to think about, mate. And, you know, you just said Joey's your number one. Oh, I've got Cameron Smith slightly ahead of him, but I would never argue with anyone that told me Joey was the best, you know. They're just two elite talents that I don't think you, you, you could really argue fairly for against and, you know, rule the other one out sort of thing. No, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on the potty the other day, mate. I really enjoyed it. That was a really good chat. Brother, we'll see you soon. All right, guys. uh, Will, I'm going to give you about two or three minutes to jump on, mate. Then I'm going to hit the road. So, Will, if you're on there, brother, jump on. For the last few minutes, then I'm going to hit the frog. Hey, mate, what's going on? The fullback or a player or what are we talking? Career right now. Yeah, um, I've always said, mate, that I think Teddy's the better fullback, but Travojevic is the better footballer. I think that you could play Turbo at centre or at wing, and I think he would do better than what uh, James Tedesco would. But I, I think the the little extras that Teddy does every week, and you, you know, we, we all saw that game he played on Sunday, and I, I think you got to remember all season with Teddy, with, with Teddy is that the team that he started that season with and the team he's playing with now... I mean, what he's doing is just unbelievable, keeping that team afloat. I think I saw them name their their team this afternoon. They, they, they could only name 20 blokes, and three of them I'd never heard of. So it just shows the situation that Teddy is in. But geez, it's hard to argue that anyone's better than Tom Travojevic right now, isn't it? It's <laughs> just unreal. And, mate, the only games they've won without him are the games that they've got confidence from him being back the weeks before, essentially. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mate, that, that was a really Im- impressive win by you guys. You must be getting excited. I don't even go for you and I'm excited for you. Yeah, I, 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 I always think you're better off finishing fourth. You can have a free throw at the stumps, mate. If you, if you lose to Melbourne, you lose to Melbourne, so be it. But if something happens that Turbo shows up and he's the best player on the field, which... Fuck, <laughs> you know, more than possible. And you can take a few risks. If they, if they come off and all of a sudden you get a week off, you force Melbourne to play an extra two games. Um, it's, oh, yeah, I, I always think it's a free throw at the stumps you got to take. And, I mean, if you were to lose week one, I don't think there's ever been a better year to lose week one because there's no one in that bottom four that'll beat you guys, in my opinion. Yeah, mate. And, and, and you look at those teams from six down, I mean, from, from essentially Parramatta down, most years, those teams, they're probably not finals teams, you know? Yeah, it looks like Newcastle will be there. I, I, it'll it'll take a real shitting of the bed for Newcastle not to make it. And then it's Canberra, Cronulla, Gold Coast. So it's a wide-open race, though. It's, uh, it's going to be exciting to watch over the next two weeks, mate. Definitely. All right, brother. Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, th- thanks for your question. I appreciate it, mate. Good luck this year. Yeah, brother.
Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we had a few people come on the live there. That was really good. I enjoyed that. Uh, tried to record it as a podcast, but I, I don't think it came through on the audio. So that's all right. We've got some good content here, though. Still got good numbers here, so that's good to see. Uh, thanks for joining us again, guys. I'm going to go and uh, tuck into a feed, uh, get stuck into that. So cheers, legends. We'll see you soon.